Warning. The following contains biblical content, raw gospel, sudden and spontaneous worship, and something not preached everywhere. The Word of God. This is church formatted for the internet. Coming up next, now here they are, saints on a mission from God. Bridge Over Troubled Waters, Part 1 Have you ever been in troubled waters? I mean a place where you know in an instant that there will be either life or death, and there is nothing you can do. You have a feeling of helplessness and loss. There is no time in that instant to do anything but hold on and brace yourself. Then you remember some words from the Bible. I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. You call out from your spirit, Jesus, save us. I had just loaded the boat with my family and headed out of the safe harbor and turned east through the end of the breakwater. Suddenly the boat was tossed violently as the waves rolled and crashed. There was more black wave than blue sky. There was no indication that there was turbulent waters ahead. However, these waters were far too large for our small craft. The swells were so wide and deep that I could not even see the horizon, let alone what direction was to return to safety. As the bow pierced the swell, white water crashing over the deck without time to think or calculate a maneuver, I let up on the throttle, turned hard to port and gave the engine all it had. The timing was perfect and we avoided being rolled over on our side and headed up the second wave. This time when we hit the top, I saw that we were headed for the safe harbor. Working the throttle to keep the bow above the water, we made it back. In an instant, all this transpired with navigational precision. No time even to utter the words out loud. God turned our boat around and guided us to safety. He calmed the waters. He calmed my soul. Welcome back. I'm very excited you are here. If this is your first time, we are glad you are here too. We purpose to grow your faith in God, confirm your salvation in His Son, and inspire you with the aid of the Holy Spirit. We have been a church online since 98. Our tagline has always been, Your Voice in the Wilderness. And together we believe the highest praise is to echo the heart of God. Your hosts are Pastor Kevin, myself, Pastor Sonny, and the Minister of Music, Liz. We plan on meeting here weekly in this place because his church is where the people are. Our scripture today comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, Perilous Times and Perilous People. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, 
unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people turn away. For of this sort there are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible people, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? However, this has been the way it's been for thousands of years since this was even first written. Today it's amplified by electronics, social media, of which most of us have a device in our pocket. Well, I'm bringing this to the forefront today because uh, the Bible says, uh, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are ignorant of his devices. And I do not want to be ignorant of the devices of Satan because I want to follow what's true, what is holy, and what is proper, and how to do that. 2 Corinthians 2. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, those whose mind the God of this age, that's God with a little g, or Satan, has blinded who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Preaching is that person with a high-intensity flashlight or the gospel. The gospel is the flashlight to shine brightly so that others may see. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers, of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6.12 But know this, that the last days perilous times will come. Where do you find relief from the constant barrage of half-truths, which are half-lies by definition? Constant barrage. We see it in the, in the media. We see it everywhere. I saw it on a gas pump the other day when uh, when filling up with gasoline at the station. George Washington once said, and I quote, when one side of a story is heard and often repeated, the human mind becomes impressed with its insensibility. Where do you find relief? Not in your phone, not in the news, not in late night shows, and unfortunately, not even in some churches. What did Paul tell Timothy that is most important? He said to preach the word. That's another sermon in itself, but let's go on. Romans 10, 12, or Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. I don't know about you, but I want to be transformed. I want to be transformed by God's Spirit, God Himself, Jesus. I just want it all. As we begin a new year or chapter, Christians have to be on guard to protect themselves. Protect your relationships and foremost your relationship with Jesus. This can be accomplished by learning more about Him, more about Jesus. One thing I always advise is to get back to the basics. Uh, grab a Bible, 
Start with the book of John and learn about Jesus in your quiet time. Once you find out and know how to recognize him, find a group of Christians that have the same interests in knowing who he is and they too will seek him with you. We are in a spiritual war with spiritual forces of evil. It is a well-known principle in social psychology that people define themselves in ter terms of social groupings and are quick to denigrate others who don't fill into or don't fit into these groups. Others who share our particular qualities are our in-group and those who do not are the out-group. The most obvious groupings are sex, age, race, or ethnicity, political or even religious groups. The bad part is those who are quick to denigrate others who do not fit into those groups. And this is even shown with the drama in grade school, high school, college, and even into today's politics. The Bible says the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The thief takes advantage of these groupings to divide. Have you ever heard the phrase, divide and conquer? John 10.10 10 says the thief comes, or the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. And Jesus goes on to say, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Who is this they? He, Jesus, is talking about you in the third person. Jesus has come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. What is it we call the ways of the world or be not conformed to, but be transformed by the word of God? The ways of the world is spelled out pretty clearly in Second Timothy chapter 3 concerning the perilous times to come. So the thief wants to convince everyone it is peacetime. Everything is happy. Everything is fine. But they also pander to social groupings for personal gain, fueling these groups against each other for personal gain, hindering our ability to gather, hindering our relationships, fostering our division, deflect and distract, no truth but narrative, constant accusing, suspicion, division, and fueling isolation, causing us to pull back and watch from afar. None of this should pull us back from being a Christian. What is being a Christian? What should a Christian be doing? Well, my friend, we can attend church, church online, we can meet with others. The Bible says not to forsake the gathering with other believers. We can have quiet time with God. We can check on a friend. We can pray for the sick. We can help others. We can share the gospel with others. God will help you find a way. Just ask him. How about yourself? Is there faith? Is there hope? Is there love? Do you have repentance and forgiveness in your heart? Grace, joy-filled obedience, taking God at his word. Do not follow a podcast or a hashtag filled with hate, division, and deception. Do not be lulled asleep waiting for the storm to blow over. Jesus is your bridge over these troubled waters. Do not dwell on the past or the troubles below, but on Jesus' outstretched arm and hand 
grab a hold of it and walk across that bridge. Without him, we will not be able to reach the other side. I am seeking God. I am seeking relief. I am seeking identity. I am not looking for a better worded argument. I am seeking Jesus, a friend, a healer, and savior. Some people like to get in a quiet place and read a good book. I urge you to try the good book, the Bible. I often go to the Psalms for comfort. Let's do that right now. Grab your Bible and let's find Psalm 92. This is a psalm, a song, song to be sung even, for the Sabbath day. Let's sing it together. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night to the music of the ten-stringed lyre and the melody of the harp. You make me glad by your deeds, Lord. I sing for joy at what your hands have done. How great are your works, Lord. How profound are your thoughts. And Lord, I thank you for sharing them with me. Senseless people do not know. Fools do not understand that though the wicked spring up like grass and all evildoers flourish, they will eventually be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are forever exalted. For surely your enemies, Lord, surely your enemies will perish. All evildoers will be scattered. You have exalted my horn like a wild ox. Fine oils have been poured on me. My eyes have seen the defeat of my adversaries, and my ears have heard the rout of my wicked foes. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, pro proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no wickedness in him. No humans were exposed or anything harmful in the creation of this podcast. This is church formatted for the internet, which is inherently safe, so be sure to invite your friends. No gathering is too large. Anyone is welcome, as it says in Romans 10:13. Allow God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit to comfort you. Trust in what Jesus has done for you. Become a believer and follower today. And I remind you, fan into flame the gift of God until we meet greetings and blessings to the church that meets at your house. I'm Pastor Kevin and hope to be with you again next week. Your Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church. 
a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as PGN.Church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations. 